I guess that's it. Didn't it used to do Didn't it used to do a countdown? You know what? It's been what? Been a long time. We did one before the season or just after the start of the season? I think we did one just after the start of the season. I think we did one in May, maybe? Cool. Something well, like that. Here we are on the eve on the eve of the Cubs' first postseason appearance since two thousand eight. Oh, we're we're gonna preview the, the I thought we were gonna preview the Astros. Okay, let's talk Astros Yankees. It's not really a preview because the game started. Has it? Well, here, I mean, I'll do play by play. Nobody will mind. Perfect. Nah. Um, I'm Dan Schulman. Kurt Schilling's back, right? That's so I got to mute the shit out of this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're. Um, I don't want to say I called this in 2013, but I called this in before the 2013 season for the Cubs winning the playoffs in 2015. You did. It was very. Very exciting. You know, I, no, no one retweeted the other 70 tweets that I put out that the Cubs would make the playoffs in 2012, 2014. I, I was off by I, I predicted they would win in 20. I predicted they'd win the World Series in 2016. But I think I still have a couple things that I can be right on this year. Um, Ryan Terrio, comeback player of the year. He still has a <laughs> shot at that, I think. Um, Carlos Sobrano will kill a man with his bare hands. He may have actually already done that. We oh, that's that probably. Confirmed. Yeah. The, the so, oh, this stuff is pretty good. Um, sure. So anyway, I thought you know because Louis in the playoffs tonight, I would you know give him a little support. Oh, I forgot about but, that. Uh, is that an is that a Valboy jersey or is that just? Yeah, oh yeah, oh it is, it is. Here I'll get I'll get shirtless here for a second. Okay. Maybe not. You just turn around and show us the back. You know the best part about this podcast is that it's audio. Where is it? It is a Valboy jersey. Nice jersey. Yeah. I saw a guy who yeah. that's very nice. Is he actually number eighteen? Oh, I like it. You do have a right. now Andy's ringing October. Now we can basically. actually now we can actually get started. Okay, good. Uh, I well, was, first I want to I wanted to uh, thank our sponsor, DraftKings. Oh God, it's gonna be awesome. They, they're putting a lot of money behind this podcast. I thought I thought we went with FanDuel. Fan Fan Kings. Yeah. Draft, draft uh, duel. We're with draft duel. You know who I'll never, ever use for anything? As great as this season has become, um, I hate uh, – I have to picture Pat saying, fans won't strike out with what's, – what's the bank? Now I can't even think of it. Good advertiser. No. No, fifth third does the fifth inning or the third yeah. inning. Nine outs. Fans something. won't strike out with Gold Coast Bank. That's it. That's fans right. won't strike out with Gold Coast Bank. Um, I don't think we – I don't think they'd take your money at Gold Coast Bank. No. Not, we have four viewers. Oh, wow. Um, so also, add two more. Great. Two more uh, four homeless people that somehow have Wi-Fi. It's, uh, it's um, Jake Arrieta getting fired up. Um, the And also, whatever, I don't even know what the – it's a car commercial, right? The stupid uh, a picture that paints the corners is known as a Rembrandt. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that commercial with all of my heart. I've never heard anyone use a Rembrandt, call a picture a Rembrandt, and I won't. I don't work at work in our other sponsor, uh, Ten Fifty uh, Imperial Stout from Oscar Blues. It was recommended by um, some of my Twitter followers. Some of my many. I have. I have accounted lately. I think I have about two million. <laughs> Sounds right. Something like that. So we're um, going to give that a shot here during the podcast. Okay, let's quit. 10% around. alcohol by volume. So I will be Good Lord. shit-faced by 710. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get serious for a second. All right. Cubs are playing tomorrow, which I thought the season ended already last weekend. So this is unusual. It's an unusual it's, circumstance. Well, the season is over. Now this it's post season. Oh, at, like yeah, after the season. Yeah, and apparently the Cubs got invited. Oh, okay. So wait, so this is when we um we go to Kitty O'Shea's and That's get right. drunk with Paul. Yeah, the Cub conventions tomorrow night. That's, okay. I'm really excited. And we, we look forward to what uh free agents the Cubs are going to miss out on in the offseason. So that that's what you're saying. This that's the postseason. That's the postseason. That's typically Cub postseason. Yes. When, I think when they won't let them play anymore. Last postseason, which was pretty entertaining, 
I think was the first one that I actually made a conscious effort to watch since 08. I don't think I watched a full game after they got bounced in 08. How about this? If the Cubs win tomorrow night, Friday night will be the first Cardinal playoff game I've watched since <laughs> 1985. Oh, God. Okay, uh, I have. it will be the first Cardinal game I've watched since last year at about this time because I went to – St. Louis, because uh, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam sold out very quickly in Chicago. And so I went to St. Louis because they don't know good music, except, I guess, the entire blues, um, to see Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam live. They played, they played in uh, actually in that shithole of a, of a stadium hockey arena. That place is a joke. But um, Eddie Vedder delayed the start of his concert to show the goddamn Cardinals. It was the game that they came back on the Dodgers and scored like five. In the, or I, I don't even remember what was happening. I'm surrounded by these mouth-breathing mongoloids, and I'm sitting there thinking, Eddie Vedder, what the fuck? Like, the, one of the biggest Cubs fans on the planet is, I'm like, get out here and play. And he didn't listen. So Eddie, Well, I'd have had more respect if, if what he stopped the concert to play was Travis Ishikawa's pennant-winning home run. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Cardinal fans. We got a highlight for you. <laughs> Fucking season's over. Uh, yeah, that was um. So that was it. Was not by choice, but I was forced into watching a Cardinals game. I was actually just telling someone uh, yesterday. I ran into, of course, to a Sox, uh, White Sox fan. I don't know why I said of course, but I ran into a White Sox fan that was already saying how he's going to root against the Cubs, and I was like, "Man, that's your prerogative." I'm like, I just completely ignored the 05 postseason, except I was living in. Oak Park at the time, and the common, like, it was an apartment, the common laundry machine was busted, or dryer was busted, so I had to take a, or clothes, wet clothes into a laundromat, and the goddamn, the game that Canerco hit the late home run, I think, was on at the laundromat. <laughs> I walked in, I'm like, nope, see you later, that's, the clothes can wait. That's um, the White Sox demographic, though. Yeah, Long, the laundromats and coin-operated laundromats. Daytime shifts at strip clubs. That's yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and then I went into a cash for gold store next door, and the game was also on. Yeah, <laughs> they said uh, they won't. They won't take your beer tabs. Those aren't real gold. <laughs> yeah, and then the Title Express. I could hear it coming from the Title Express. <laughs> so here's the problem I have with cats. tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'm I'll get out of the way. I'm pretty sure that. Um, if they score two runs, they win. Yeah. I'm not sure they will. I think it's going to be 3-1. Cubs. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready for them to not be playing anymore. I know. I, I really love your article. And if, if people have not already read it, go to discipio.com. Check it out. Um, yeah. This – I cannot believe this season flew by. It was – I went to I, – I think I went to close to 30 games all told. I went to the two and – Minnesota, I went to the doubleheader in Pittsburgh, and I was in part of a season ticket package, and maybe 25. So I probably went to, you know, a quarter of their home games. Yeah, a quarter of their home games, and then four away games. And, yeah, and I I, I don't want, yeah, I don't want the season to end. Mitt's not going to. Did you see what, I, I know you've seen it, but Jake Arrieta tweeted out. <laughs> I forget yeah. the exact wording of it, that that's almost scary to me. <laughs> what, what, what was it? I hope you have a cat. Otherwise, <laughs> sorry, sorry, really yes, this cat. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, my cat is walking back and forth. Okay, Punk. Put that thing away, um, Clark. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arietta, someone, some Pirates fan tweeted out. And by the way, Pirates fans are obnoxious dipshits. I'll tell yeah, my and where, and where did they get off? Yeah. So my, two, two playoff yeah. games in the last... 50 years? No, yeah. I guess it's 79. Whatever that is. The, I can't, there, be, there will be no math. Good. Um, so my brother-in-law and I went to the doubleheader um, that Hamill shit his pants in the day game and then Lester dominated them in the night game um, in Pittsburgh. And as there was no one in that, understandably, the day game was a makeup game. There was not, excuse me, there was not going to be a big crowd for the day game. But isn't there like 48% unemployment in Pittsburgh? I mean, what else do they have to do? <laughs> I don't think they can afford pirates tickets. That park really is beautiful. Steel Mill's been closed forever. <laughs> Go to a baseball game. 
Isn't that, that isn't Jennifer Beale still dancing somewhere in the streets of Pittsburgh? Um, the uh, so this Yinzer, I guess, is I, I learned that derogatory term for uh, Pittsburgh natives. What does this, it actually? We should have John Greenberg on to explain what that means. what a Yinzer is. I don't know, but it's apparently like a. Well, I guess we call him a South Sider here. It would be our equivalent of a Yinzer. It's like a blue collar meatheady kind of guy. So. There, there's no one's, and we're this is the night game, so we're we're a little bit overserved at this point. But we weren't being we weren't being like obnoxious. My brother-in-law had had said fuck a couple of times, not super loudly, and he wasn't swearing at anyone. There were no kids around our section. Um, there was no one around our section, even for the night game. Come to think of it, because you suck, Pittsburgh fans. But um, some kid, and I, when I say kid, probably twenty-five-year-old kid is there with his parents, and he turns around and he goes, um, "Excuse me, guys." Can you dial back the f bombs? <laughs> and when someone when someone says f, just say fuck. Like don't you don't need to say f bomb. And we kind of looked around. I we, there was probably five rows in front of us. I burst out laughing, and um and like kind of like you know we weren't. I wasn't being smug or anything. I mean I probably looked smug because I was drunk, but um but we kind of like nodded and, and laughed and we're like ah oh, sorry sorry sorry. And so at the end of the game. Oh, wait, I take it back. My brother-in-law then goes, get out of there, cat. My brother-in-law goes to uh, goes to the bathroom, and um, I I forget what I was doing. I went and got food or something and came back to the seats, and I moved up um, just a few rows to, like, two rows behind them. And I was sitting there by myself. Security comes up. They had texted security to come down and yell at me, and they're like, I was literally, that's what it was. I wasn't even trying to move up closer to them. I would just pick the wrong row. I was one row in front of where our seats were. Sorry, Pittsburgh, fill your fucking stands, and I know where my seat was. Um, so I, I was one row in front, so I was like two rows behind them. And this guy, the security guy, this dipshit Yinzer, with a like, he looked like a real life version of Mario from the Mario Brothers. He like had this little, the little mustache and little cap. He comes up and he's like, uh, can I see your ticket subs? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I might be one row off. And he's like, why don't you move back to that row? <laughs> and I just burst out laughing. I'm like, okay. And so I like got up and moved my row behind. And so the game ends. Lester dominates the Pirates. And this Yinzer family starts walking out. And you know, three or four rows away, this, this older man starts yelling at me and my brother-in-law. He's like, you better not look at my son. You better not look at my son. <laughs> and I burst out laughing again because I'm like, what the hell is this guy's problem? He gets my brother and my brother-in-law was not having that. Uh, so he's, I mean, he wasn't saying much. He said, what are you fucking saying to me? He's like, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm, my brother-in-law's closer to the aisle than I am. Uh, this Yinzer starts yelling at us and I'm like, just keep walking, guy. I'm like, just keep walking. He reaches across my brother-in-law and shoves me and I was like, old man, are you fucking serious? Do you want to do this right now? <laughs> like, I, I will I will beat the shit out of you right now if you want me to in front of your fucking kid and wife. And so, uh, and there was this dude that looks looked just like Ben Roethlisberger sitting like 10 rows behind us by himself that was watching the whole thing and just dying laughing. And so we get up, we I, the guy, my brother-in-law said something, they walked away. And I walk up to the security guy that had kicked me out of the row and I go, are you going to do anything about the fact that that guy just assaulted me? And he's like, no. And he's like, and he goes, you probably asked for it. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, How, what if I wasn't wearing a Cubs hat? And he just laughs. And we're like, fuck this city. So we left. So fuck the Pirates. And I hope Arietta sends one right up your ass tomorrow. Because I would have rooted for them if, they, if the Cubs weren't in the postseason. And I have rooted for them for the last couple of years. They suck in the postseason and yeah. fuck them and fuck their city and they don't deserve it. I did meet a couple of cool Pirates fans, but they all think that they're going to absolutely dominate us tomorrow. Dominate us, dominate the Cubs. I say us. So they're doing the they're doing their blackout thing again. Where yeah, all the fans were. Black. That works. Don't you well. think it's because most of their fans just have Steeler jerseys? <laughs> Wear your favorite Pirate shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a John yeah. Stallworth jersey? I do. <laughs> Everybody, they'll all match. <laughs> yeah, um, I did uh, in a in a moment of spontaneity actually look up last week to see if there were any tickets still available because it wasn't that bad of a drive. 
But I, I do think there's going to be – I bet we'll get 10 15% Cubs fans in there. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Cubs fans are everywhere. Yeah. And um, if we save up our money for the playoffs, <laughs> when they roll around, you have a lot of it. So you can go anywhere. You can go to so Mars. I uh, – I am in the season ticket package, which is you have to have a full ticket. Apparently, like the nights and weekends packages aren't guaranteed playoff tickets, but the full season ticket packages are. Um, so the guy that owns the tickets did the division of, of how we're going to split up the tickets. You got World Series tickets and you're taking me? That's nice. I can't. I wish. Because we only have two seats, so we're going. I'm going with the guy that owns the tickets for oh, those okay. games. Um, but these tickets are normally, they're Section 524, I think, 523, 524, just just right next to the first base side of the press box. So upper deck, these tickets are probably ranging during the season. They were from 18 to, I think the most expensive was maybe 28 bucks for like a premium game. 175 a seat for the world series. I'm like, damn, I'll pay it. But that's the cheapest ticket in the place. I think is 175. Probably. Yeah. Bleacher tickets are like $12,000 a game in the world series. I think. (laughs) Al's uh, been given been donating plasma for years just to save him so he can keep his seat. I don't feel like he deserves to see this happen because I'm I'm still thinking about this. Oh my god, a teaser! I might actually have something written for tomorrow that you guys can read while before you're pre gaming. That would be amazing. Um, but I was actually, news right here on the podcast. I was thinking of fisking his open letter to Theo Epstein from 2013. <laughs> where the byline is, I don't remember. Maybe I've already fisted it, or maybe you fisted it. Um, say, Theo, just how much longer are you expecting us to wait? Is the teaser. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Two it's, more years. It's oh June 17th, 2013, and this fucking idiot is already what an asshole. Oh, but then I don't want to send any traffic to his stupid. I mean, we've been through this before. This rebuild was so fast. I know. Anybody who bitches about how long it took needs to be punched in the face. They shouldn't. He should not be allowed to go to games. That's why I tweeted out in 2013. I said, if you're going to bitch about this now, you're not allowed to go when they're good. He had to sit through three bad years. Well, three bad Theo Epstein years. There were a few bad mm-hmm. ones before it. <clears throat> to get the best young team in baseball in year four. I think <laughs> it was probably worth the wait. For Christ's sake. And actually, because I, they didn't really expect to be this good, that's why the pitching is way behind where everything yeah. else is. Um, except for next year when they get Price. Price and Jordan Zimmerman. <laughs> and Zimmerman. I forgot about it. Just sign them all. Sign all the free agents. I got think Price. Got all that uh, Jumbotron money. I'll be able to afford anybody. Since I'm so good at making predictions lately, I'm saying right here on the podcast, 100% positive that Price is coming here because of bad. Anyhow, let's not dwell on next season because this season, let's say, uh, first of all, this 2015 iteration of this team would beat the pants off the 2008 version of this team. Like, Ryan Dempster going up against (laughs) Arianna in game one. Here we are in the, I don't know which half of the first it would be, but... uh... Ryan Dester has thrown 109 pitches, so one out. <laughs> Glove flip. Yeah, their game plan for every pitcher is basically what the Dodgers did to Dempster, which was just take pitches. Stand there, yeah. And occasionally swing and flail miserably at something, but you know, usually hit the ball really hard someplace. Yeah. Who do you think – okay, let's go through. Who do you, who do you think is going to be in the lineup? I mean – well, I think we know the lineup. Did they already post it, or are you just no. guessing? But our good friend Len Casper kind of let the cat out of the bag this morning. Schwarber um, and Wright. Yeah, the lineup they played Friday in Milwaukee, which was so. Bryant left, Dexter, Schwarber and Wright, Listella at third, Russell, Starlin, Rizzo, and Montero. Yeah, cool. And oh, then, yeah. and then almost exactly what he got to do in that, what Joe got to do in that game was get Jackson and Denorfia in the outfield as soon as they got a lead. Right. So that somebody could actually catch the ball. And then he brought Bryant back to third and put Javi in for Starlin to play That's second. right. So, I mean, I have a – I remember the, the cool thing about the 0-3 team before they shit all over themselves was 
they seem like they scored in the first inning in every game. All the time. And this and team I, doesn't I, I said that too. before. Yeah. I mean, if, if they could get a run before Jake even goes to the mound, and that would be – well, it's always big, but it would be especially big. Yeah. Um, the bullpen still scares me, and the fact that they don't really tack on very much um, scares me a little bit. But I think the Cubs will have an early lead in this. Let's. I, I'm still saying three to one. I bet the Cubs will have scored all three of those runs in the first three innings, <laughs> and then leave, and then leave two guys on base every inning from right. the fifth to the ninth. Right, striking out with a guy's third constantly. I'm not critiquing this team because I love this team, but that's. I just see it. They're not going to make. I don't think this is going to be a comfortable game. So if I wonder how many pitches Jake. Will throw two hundred and seven. Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling that unless unless Joe has to, the bullpen will be closed. Yeah, totally. Um, even with, even with Hector, pretty much automatic now. If you don't have to use him, yeah, save, it, save him for Friday. I assume he's bringing Lester. Yeah, that's what everybody figures. In case Jake falls off the mound in the first inning and sprains yeah. his ankle and can't pitch. Yeah, you can always bring in Trevor Cahill. Trevor, Trevor Cahill. He's been awesome. He has been. He reminds me of – did someone tweet this at me? He reminds me of Mark Guthrie. He looks like Mark Guthrie. I think he's wearing Scotty Ayer's pants. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Let me see what Mark Guthrie looks like. It's just It just goes to show you what – if you're oh, a finely tuned athlete, just what you can do. That's what Eli tweeted out that he looks like Scott Ayer. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure he got he got thrown out of a game once with the Diamondbacks because he got mayonnaise all over the ball. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't trying to doctor it. He had a sandwich in his back pocket and forgot about it. Got mayo on his hand and got thrown out of the game. I'm Googling images of all these guys. Google Trevor Cahill mayonnaise. I'm pretty sure you get that. Trevor Cahill, <laughs> Trevor Cahill looks like he's 12. And then um, this season also brought us the inexplicable. We can't. We Clayton Richard is somehow indispensable, even though they designated him for assignment three times. <laughs> nobody, else, nobody. Every time the Cubs would bring him back, he'd do something good. I like Clayton Richard. Yeah, so do I. He's huge, freakishly huge. He was Mister um, Football in Indiana, right? I don't the Cubs have two of those. Yeah, they. Schwarber, yeah. Uh, can I share this? Oh, well, um, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm nervous. What are you doing for the game tomorrow? I'm going to watch it down here and try not to hyperventilate. I should and share a screen grab of the fact that you ignored like three invitations to Cubs games this in a row. You just totally ignored you, me. Son I, of a bitch. I wanted to go. I couldn't go any of those. Actually, I only saw. You two. could have said no. I well, I missed. One. Well, then I got three that I didn't see. I wanted to go to that Cardinal game on the 16th, but I couldn't go, and I don't remember the other ones. Well, they were there. Let's see. No, well, I apologize. Next year, I'm going to all of them. <laughs> okay, here's my. Okay. When they defend their world championship, I'll be there for every game. August 10th, I invited you to come in for Tuesday's game. You actually responded to that and said you couldn't go. Yeah, couldn't go that one. August 20th, I invited you to the coming Sunday. That was the... That one I don't remember. That one I bet I could have gone to. Uh, September 16th, I invited you to to Friday's Cubs Cards game. I I only ignored one. You didn't tell me. The 16th? No, you didn't respond to that. I thought I did. Nope, because then nine days later, I made a comment about another Cubs blogger that was not polite. And then you, your only oh, yeah. response was for the podcast. That one I saw. I didn't see that one until today. Apparently, <laughs> we don't need to get into this, but apparently in Gmail, if you close the Hangouts thing, you don't ever see them. I have an app. Because I opened it today so I could send you the thing to this, and there were a whole shitload of messages from you and other people in there that I had never seen. Well, I guess I'll so, text. You. I apologize. I ruined. I, I missed out on a season of greatness. You might be bad luck. So I'm. Yeah. Not who sure. knows? Maybe it, they probably won all three of those games. It's a good thing I didn't go. Because <laughs> um, I intimidate some of the guys. I have a really good uh, record 
So I have one game in the DS, one game in the Championship Series, and two World Series games. I'm 97 and 65 when I watch my TV. <laughs> have you watched every single game? Uh, I'm sure there were some day ones when I didn't. Although, thanks to some podcasts, or I mean, not podcast viewers, we don't have any of those. Although we got seven right now. Oh, boy. Um, thanks to some Twitter followers, I figured out how to watch um, MLB.tv within the blackout area. Yeah, so that, use, um, use a proxy. So that at work I could uh, watch them during the day. Not that I would do that. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to retract that statement? Well, it's not, Since it's we're not like I kicked back and put my foot on the I mean, I was still working. I just had it, you know, had it minimized sure. up there in the corner. I'm self-employed, so I can watch whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want to. And then for whenever they need a rally, I would take my pants off and put them on my head. <laughs> rally other pants. Other, everybody else in the cubicles next to me, they didn't care. Okay, let me when, have like a, brief... a guy like me works in a cubicle. Huh? I mean, come on. <laughs> let me have a brief aside. That's not happening. Let me have a brief aside before we get more baseball. Um, yeah, this we don't have enough sides. Have you ever heard of popcorn pants? Have <laughs> <laughs> I asked you this before? Yeah, there's a re- I can't go to near a junior high <laughs> because of popcorn pants. Okay, so when I was a kid, my buddy's mom would have designated pants that she would wear to the movies because they were called, called her popcorn pants because, you know, if you have a greasy bag of popcorn, they were like, there, there wasn't anything particular about the design. They were like painting pants, essentially, but she called okay, them popcorn so now, pants. This, this is a friend of yours, Mom. Yeah. And you expected that I had heard of popcorn pants? Yeah. <laughs> Does she have a Does she have a Tumblr page or something I'm gonna follow? <laughs> no, my, okay. But you know, when I was a kid, I just took it on faith that like this is something that's like a Midwest thing that people say. Everybody, everybody's like, mom wears popcorn pants. Yeah, like popcorn pants was a thing. I asked on Facebook. Nobody on Facebook had my back. And then I asked her specifically, and she's like, I don't remember that. So I might have invented it in my own head that popcorn pants are a thing. But when I go see The Martian, I'm going to... Oh, I saw The Martian. Was it good? It was great. Did you read the book? I did. Good. I like the book There's, I won't spoil it for you, but they made one relatively minor plot change at the end. Okay, no, tell me. It really pissed me off. Oh, all right. And you'll see what it is. It, 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 it didn't change anything. Except for who did except something, the, but the, I know why they did it, and it just it irritated me. And you'll you'll, you'll see what it is. But yeah, it's a All great right. movie. They did they did a great job. I've never had a book like make my heart pound like yeah. that book did. I was like I was so stressed out. I speaking of stressed out, I have bitten my nails down to the nubs in the last two days. Like I'm more stressed out about this game. I was more stressed out during Ariadna's no hitter than Ariadna was. Yeah, well, I, I think everybody was. He barely celebrated at the end. I know. Quick, quick, pump fake. And Miggy kind of runs up to him like, wait a minute. You want a high five? It's almost like Miggy was like, wait a minute, was that not the last out? Why are you happy? Yeah, Yeah, he's cool as the other side of the pillow. Um, You know what would be nice tomorrow? If Miggy would actually catch the ball once in a while. Um, I like Miggy. I mean, I know he's got like a fucked up thumb, but the last few weeks... Some bad. They almost almost always end up being wild pitches, but he should stop them. Yeah, it, it to me it, it's flashbacks back to 03 with the great Damian Miller Paul Bacco combo, where they spent a lot of time chasing balls to the screen. But yeah, block. Though this tandem is a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. Well, and nobody had the leadership that Grandpa Ross has. So that guy is four years younger than me. How the hell does he look like that? <laughs> I love that his walk-up song is Forever Young by Alphaville. How about this? Did you watch the awful uh, We Are Good special on Comcast last night? No. Let me just all, interject. All did, one. Oh, oh, okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, all they did was they just ran stuff they had prepared during the season, and they put it together into a half hour. They didn't do anything new. They did a whole thing on walk-up music. They didn't interview oh. Starlin. 
And they, they didn't did. talk again. It's like, I thought that's the whole reason to do this. Is because I did Starling, see that. Everybody clapping along to Starlin is like the coolest thing. The they didn't thing. talk to him. They didn't talk about it. It's like, well, yeah. fuck you guys. I did see that. They, they, that, that must have been accomplished because I saw that soon after they clinched, I think. They did something like that. Or there was like a rain delay or something. The best thing was yeah, that though, blew my they interviewed Schwarber at length to the point where he was actually speaking in full sentences. Because usually it's he's he's so intimidated when they interview him that it's just uh huh or no, and he was actually talking. Good. I think he's probably got a little thing for Kelly Kroll, so he was happy to talk to her. Yeah, Kelly Kroll is a smoke show. Um, okay, Cub Nation, you f- whatever five people that are watching right now, seven. But it's, Who is that? Five more. Yeah. Um, five people who fell who left their computer on and let, and wandered away from it. <laughs> Fuck everyone that is saying scary. You guys are saying we are good is a good hashtag and Scarietta is not. Fuck you all. I'm making Scarietta catch on tomorrow night. There apparently is like a haunted house that like uses Scarietta though. <laughs> but fuck them. I'm co-opting it. But we are good as they are good, obviously. But that is the dumbest. That's as dumb as it's going to happen. Yeah, but at least the we are young or we are young. The we are good thing started by a player True. who doesn't really speak English very well. <laughs> it's amazing that Biggie knew what a hashtag was. That he made one. And he did it in like he did it in April, I think. Yeah. He was right. This team this is the most fun I've had watching baseball. I don't even think oh seven and oh eight were this fun. Like just Unabashed. Even I mean, I know they weren't as. Oh, was, I don't even know if they were. But fun. we had the yeah. whole. We had that whole weird. Holy shit! Jim Edmonds is on our team, yeah. and he's actually kind of important. Louis Valbuena is batting in the playoffs. Moment of science. Saw him a strike. Pussy. Throw him a pitch. Give him a pitch he can handle. Um, and there was also, I don't know. That was also like the beginning of the end for Marmol. I think it was that year. Excuse me, right? He was still good, no, it was nine that he started. Oh, he was. Oh, that's right. That's a piece hit. Look at that. Batting a thousand in the playoffs. I hope that's him. I don't have my glasses on. I can't. Yeah, it was Louis. Louis should do Uh, that. Louis should rub his head. He's still a cub. I love the helmet rub. I want a helmet rub t shirt. Did you see Jonathan Herrera's helmet? No. You gotta Google this. He wore a helmet with hands on it. Yeah, he wore a plastic cub batting helmet with two hands taped to it or glued to it. It's awesome. He wore it on on the bus to the airport yesterday. I think he wore it it in the workout today too. Oh damn it. I'm gonna my mom oh I see it. My mom uh can vouch for this that uh, that was my idea like a week and a half ago. okay, I see it. I didn't it wasn't actually gonna have actual hands on it, but I think that it would be a don't steal this, you five. I, I think it would be a great idea to actually have like a Cubs like replica helmet with just like the hands painted on the side. How about this? How about the creepy hands like like Johnny Buckets has, except with a little battery in them and they move. They do this. <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Clark would just shove that down the front of his suit, walk around town with that. Mm-hmm. Clark's um, first. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything more to say about this game. Here's what I predict is going to happen. <laughs> when they clinch the pennant at home here in a couple of weeks against the Dodgers or Mets, it doesn't matter. With two outs in the ninth, Clark thinks there's three outs, runs out of the field, is killed with a batted ball, and then the celebration is double. Yes, we finally are going back to the World <laughs> Series, and Clark's dead. I mean, come on. Um, I would almost ask who you would rather face, but I don't want to look ahead. I would. I'll tell you this though. I think I. I do wish, just for for just because I hate that fan base that the Pirates would have passed the Cardinals. But yeah, the one I, game playoff at home against the Cardinals, or even in Bush, that would be even better. Going to Bush Stadium and just shove it up their ass in one game. Yeah, but I do home. think. The Cardinals are uh, – it's a better matchup for the Cubs in five games against the Cardinals than it is against yeah. the Pirates. Well, I think, honestly, if you have to play the Pirates, 
only having to beat them once is a pretty big deal, especially since you only have two pitchers on your whole team. Yeah. Because I don't know they could beat them in five or seven. Hendricks has got to be their third starter, though, right? Why are we saying this? I'm getting nervous. Well, I mean, somebody's got well, somebody's got to pitch game two against the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, I think he'll start Hamill. But oh, have, why? I I think he'll have Hamill pitch and he'll have freaking Kale warm up alongside Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> you give up a hit, you're done. <laughs> I hope he starts Hendricks. I really hope he starts Hendricks. Well, it's tough to pitch better than Kyle has the last three games, and even no. and one of those, I think it was Reds. Cardinals, right? Brewers. It wasn't all crap teams. All the Cardinals right now are kind of a shit show, even though, you know, they didn't score. After they clinched the division, they didn't score a run. They got shut yeah. out in three straight games. Yeah. Against the Braves. Yep. It's excusable against Shelby Miller. It's not against anybody else. Shelby Miller, did you see that he had not won since May 17th? I mean, yeah, they were talking. Yeah. His ERA is under three. Yeah. I know they were talking about it at the All Star break, but that is insane. God, that team sucks. Um, Thank you, well, Tim Fitty, for your sponsorship. I enjoyed the beer that I had to pay for. I, I'm sure the check is in the mail. Um, P.O. Box 2015. Oh. Uh, so did you see the, the – the people are grasping at straws. The game tomorrow night starts at – 708. Nineteen oh eight. See, that's a that's a good omen. It means yeah. we're about to put all that shit behind us. Here's here's what I love about this. It also starts at eight oh eight Eastern. Yeah, which screws up the whole narrative. <laughs> here's what I love about this team. Um, I guarantee you, if you told them that the last time the Cubs won the World Series was in oh seven and oh eight, they would think it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. <laughs> they don't know about the Billy Goat. They don't care. They don't know who Steve Bartman is. They don't care. I just – part of me was glad this game was on the road because, A, they're a great road team. B, if the freaking wind decided to blow in tomorrow, they'd have almost an impossibility yeah. to score a freaking run. But uh, to me it's perfect if if they win that the fourth game of the playoffs is the first home one, not the first one. Let the freaking fans who are going to panic about everything get that shit out of their system while the Cubs – while they're watching on TV. Because as much as I think it's overblown, it, in, in game two in 2008, it was real. As shit started yeah. to go bad, the Wrigley Field turned into this weird, holy like shit, was screwed. Yeah. It's like, get over it. This team has nothing in common with any team that's ever that we've ever seen. I, I, I like your sentiment. I do hope to God that this team is aware that the Cubs did not win the World Series in 2007 and 2008. Though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's true, it doesn't matter. But um, If David I, Ross doesn't tell them, they won't. <laughs> Grandpa Ross tells his story. <laughs> um, I don't uh, – that – I probably shouldn't even bring it up, but this will just be my plea to the Cub Nation. Fucking Bartman. The whole send Bartman, yeah. the GoFundMe send Bartman in the game. But good on you, Steve Bartman, if this gets back to you to decline that invitation. I'm you sorry that we're – yeah, I'm sure. I'm is. sorry that we're such a still can be such a dumb fucking fan base, but like, why, why, why bother? So don't just please be smarter than this, and don't. Let's shut up about Back to the Future. Let's <laughs> like shut up about everything, and like, like you said, enjoy this for what it is. Even if they win the whole goddamn thing, I mean, I of course will go absolutely ape shit. But I am going to be really sad that there's not more Cubs baseball to watch because then we're going to have to watch the Bears. Yep. That's why I think they should just start the season again the day after the World Series. It's fired up. <laughs> they, they're it's young. They don't, need, they don't need any extra time off. That'd be fine. It's true. They'll probably be playing Winter League ball, some of them. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, was that you that wrote that Castro was going to have his redemption in the playoffs? I, like I think that's that. how this. I think this. That's the. This where this arc is inevitably heading is with him getting uh, a hit that wins, that wins a playoff game. I mean, he's been amazing. He. That, this is the. You know, he's been on hot streaks before. People conveniently forget that. You know, he used to be really good. 
He still and, is good. Well, that's what I mean. The fact that he's hot now isn't some kind of fluke. Yeah. You know, can hit. And he's Remember just he had two hits? He's doing it again. Yeah. Um, I don't think Castro is a cancer, but I was a little bit worried how he was going to react to the benching. Yeah. Um, because I'd have been pissed if I was him. Yeah. Even though, even though I was started. flailing and not hitting yeah. anything. Um, it, there's no question that Joe Man is going to win manager of the year. But, like, the fact that he converted Wood, a pretty successful starter with this team, and I know he wasn't great last year, but, like, uh, made him a critical part of that bullpen. And Castro is essentially the best utility guy that the Cubs have had in years. Or second baseman that they've had in years, probably. But um, Did you see that Wood's ERA in September and October was .56? I know. They just a lot. In fact, anytime they, didn't need, anytime they didn't need Hector to close, Travis Wood closed. Yeah. Yep. Travis, and, uh, he's been great. Tommy Lastella, who it looks like is going to play third tomorrow. Has been hitting the shit out of the ball. Hit 371 in September. Yep. yep. That's, so. what, that's what I love about this team is that uh, the, in 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 – Seasons pass and playoff seasons pass. It's always been, oh god, if Sosa doesn't do it, if yeah. if Derek Lee doesn't do it, if Aramis doesn't do it, we're fucked. This year, it's like everyone has had like a, a huge moment, and it's been. So you, I think you're right. It's going to be like a Castro, or it's going to be like Baez, or someone like it's going to be like, oh, you're the hero tonight. Oh, it'll, let's be honest. It'll be Ariadne. He's going to fucking throw it. <laughs> A complete game, like three hit, one run game. And if they lose one to nothing, I'll shoot everyone on that team. That's so not a serious threat. People are trying to figure out who Joe's new Ben Zobrist is. <laughs> Castro. It's no, it's Chris Bryant. Yeah. yeah. It's the best player on the team. Yeah. Wherever you want him to play, he just goes and plays it. He played first base last week with his third baseman golf. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't have a first baseman glove, and he didn't want to use it, so he just wore his regular glove and played first base. Yeah, and he was perfect over there. Yeah, he's like I wrote. Not that I'm going to quote myself, but the guy had no, the guy had ridiculous expectations on him, completely unrealistic, and he was better than we yeah. thought he was going to. I mean, it's, it's he's amazing. Twenty three freaking years old, and he's from probably the first of August on. He was the best player in the National League. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope he gets to 100 RBIs in the postseason. I hope he gets to 130 RBIs in the postseason. See, I'm with Greg Maddox. Of course, I'm with Greg on everything. Why don't postseason stats count? Yeah, I, don't know. I remember when um, when he was with the Braves after a game late in his late in his tenure there. He gave Leo Mazzoni a, the ball after a game, and Leo's like, "What's this for?" And he's like, "Well, I just won my 300th game." And he's like, well, "Oh, he didn't." And he's like, "Yeah." The playoff ones count too, which yeah, they should. ridiculous that they don't. They're harder, actually. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. But all star stats shouldn't fucking maybe, count. Maybe the Cubs could bring Greg. Maybe Greg could pitch game two. I bet he could. I would take him over Hamill. Yeah. God damn Hamill! He's the only guy on this wonderful team that I fucking hate. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a has to be that guy, and he's the white. And, and okay. Granted, he's allegedly been pitching hurt, but if you are pitching so hurt that you suck, you need yeah. to fucking tell someone right. to get off the mound. Take a, take, go on a deal for two weeks, get better, and then yep. come back. I get it. I get it. I don't, I don't know what it is, um, you know, what it is to be your body, to, to essentially be pitching for your employment all the time, to be working for your employment physically all the time, and to have that really hurt you, to have to miss time. But... He knows how big this is, and he's killing. He was killing them for a while, killing them, and then bitching about coming out of games early. Like, yeah, man, we don't care what your win loss record is. Right, you already already got paid. Just shut up and sit up. Yep, went the bullpen. Clean up your freaking mess again. Like you, like you said about this team scoring early. Every time Hamill is on the mound, I'm expecting the other team to score early, and it's usually plays out that way. And, like, half the time he will settle in. So that's, I think, why he gets frustrated with Joe. But he's a dipshit. I mean, you can't afford that in a playoff game. 
Exactly. Your, your pitcher can't give up three runs and then f- try to figure it out in the second inning. He's gone. Right, right. exactly. Um, what else has been buzzing around this thing? Well, you were talking about how Joe handled Starlin. I think Dale Svayam could have done the same thing, don't you? Don't you think he could have you know, convinced Starlin that going to the bench was, well, you're terrible now and you suck. I'm not gonna play you no more. Was that only two years ago? That's when he was yeah. the manager. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh man, that was probably why Al was bitching so much about, about how long this was taking. Two years ago, Dale Swain was the was the. Every, every time I would make fun of how dumb Dale was, I would get, <laughs> I would either get an email or an instant message from, I won't say who they are. I'll just say they're the beat writers for the Tribune and the Daily Herald. <laughs> Would be like, you don't even you don't even know. Like, I'm really you <laughs> I, I Dale Swain, uh I I think I tweeted this out or maybe it was back when I was actually writing a blog. Um he looks like if you were like playing MLB the show and you could generate like a manager, like a player manager, <laughs> he looks like the oh. default skin for like a, a manager of the team. Like he's just generic white guy. Well, he's basically, he was, it's like if Robin Yount had a brother with Down syndrome. Oh, that was, that was Dale. And he always had to go, whenever Robin played, Dale had to come with and play. And I was, oh, Robin's on the Brewers. Dale gets to play. Dale gets to play on the Brewers. Now. Oh, Robin's coaching for the Diamondbacks. Dale gets to coach for the Diamondbacks. Now. I do have one beef with this Cubs team. I'm so starved and so nervous about going into this game that I actually turned on the score for the first time in probably three years. Oh, I hope you and Hanley because that's nope, really it was good Boris and Bernstein. It was yeah. Boris and Bernstein, and yeah, they were talking about – they're horrendous. It's they're, funny, though. They talking, as, as arrogant as, as Dan Bernstein is, and he's the most arrogant radio oh, personality sure. in, in a town full of them. When he has Len Casper on, I think it's – he was on today, so it's two o'clock every day. I just, I just missed it. Bernstein, I'm not. He tries to. He even tries to sound smarter than normal because he must. He obviously respects how smart Len is. Len's so a it genius. really comes off as is even worse than normal. Just you know, well, it's just like you just knock it off for Christ's sake. I, I know you went to Duke, but you went into freaking sports radio, so obviously <laughs> you weren't all that bright. I knew a guy in law school that went to Duke for undergrad too, and he was an imbecile. Um, the uh, I just I've tweeted this out too, but I just want to say again, what a freaking joy Len and JD are! Like, I love JD. I love I love how he can bitch about the umps without sounding <laughs> like a cranky old man. He's like, well, that was a strike. Like he. He hates umpires, and you can hear it in his voice. But uh, JD, I, I the 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 controversy that went out with all the girls at the Diamondbacks game tweeting, you know, set, pick, taking selfies during the Diamondbacks oh, game, yeah. and it was ridiculous. That went around. The video went around earlier this week. Listening to Brenly fucking call that, I'm like, oh yeah, I never, I never was a Brenly guy. I never liked Brenly, and like he, I mean, Len makes. Just like Pat Hughes makes everyone better, um, Len does make everyone better. But JD is so fun to listen to. To me, I love him, and it, it helps that the Cubs are good. But like he's been a blast to listen to, and Len's calls of all these unbelievable moments that have happened are perfect. Yeah. They're perfect. Well, and even he got to do a couple Fox games, and he did the yeah. Cub Cardinal game when Addison made the ridiculous Carol. play behind second, With and Carol he still straight. managed. He managed to get excited, but not overly so. Yeah. I'm sure Cardinal fans were seeing like, oh. they get pissed at everything. But um, it's like, why why doesn't he get an actual postseason assignment from one of these networks? He really wow. should. But I don't want to lose him. <laughs> like, I don't want the world to know how good he is, and then we'll lose him. Because, like, he, he would get snapped. He'd be perfect for it. And you know what, Andy, that's a good, really good point, though. Like, he got excited because it was an exciting moment. No matter who you're, that was a crazy play yeah. and a super exciting moment. No matter who you're rooting for, um, so he he's it's just been a perfect year. And I don't think Coomer is as bad as everyone 
else seems to. Ron's play. fine, except for for whatever reason, they would make him do the play by play. Here's the thing, Cub fans, <laughs> if if you decide to listen to the games on the radio, the fifth <laughs> inning announcer is going to be a little bit better than Ron Corn. <laughs> it's going to be Len Casper. So, oh, it is cool. Yes, Pat will do everything except the fifth, and then Len, Len, and Ron will do the fifth. So, okay, Ron's play by play is on hold now until next spring, which is. But good. I like Coomer. I, I think he. Yeah. It's just that when you listen to that inning, you never knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right, right. Other than that, it was great. I, think I remember Coomer's... listening to a game early in the year where a base hit scored a runner from second, and I didn't know it because Ron didn't say it. <laughs> and then later, he's like, "Oh yeah, you could tell somebody's like Ron. Ron scored. Oh yeah, don't forget uh, Bryant scored on that play. <laughs> what are you, Jeff Joniak?" It is funny when Pat jumps in, like to be like, and by the way, it's two to one. Well, he he had fifteen years of that with trying to explain to everybody what Santo yeah. was trying to explain yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to watch. I'm actually going to watch it in public tomorrow at a wing place by me that I've never been to, but my buddy scoped it out and said it'd be a pretty good spot to watch the game. So I am. Um, that shows the level of confidence because when Notre Dame played Bama in the national championship, my buddies were like, hey, you want to go to a bar? I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to break bad early. <laughs> I don't think I want to spend money on, on beers and, and be around people if it does. And sure enough, two minutes into that game, I was correct. But So that that's Jake. I know you're one of the eight listening to us. Uh, that's the confidence I have on you. And I'm actually going to watch this game in public and hopefully not throw it. Is he fit? Yeah. I'm, I'll be putting the valuables away just in case. You know what? And the the important thing for everyone to remember, not just Cubs fans, fucking Sox fans and Cardinals fans and anyone else who's going to come after the Cubs if they get bounced, if they get blown out tomorrow, this is one of the best, craziest, most exciting years. I mean, I hope not, obviously. I hope they win the whole goddamn thing. But – it doesn't matter where it, it wouldn't have mattered if they missed the playoffs this year. I I had them going winning eighty five games this year. If they went eighty to an eighty, I was going to be all fired up. Yeah, that would have that would have been a real successful season yeah. for this team. Ninety seven wins is stupid for this team. And I was a big hater of the wild card game. I still do th- the the addition of the second wild card. I still do think that they should figure out a way to make make it a 160 game season and have a three game series for the wild card. But, and maybe that'll happen. Um, but it would have been a goddamn travesty if the pirates yeah. or the Cubs were sitting at home this week. Not well, I think they're, they're the, they're the two best teams in the national league. I think so right now. Too. They're probably the two best teams in baseball right now. Yeah. Like that one of them goes home tomorrow is, and I know it's what it is. It's not like they changed yeah. the rules in the middle of the season, but it still sucks. But at least they at, at least they had a chance, you know. Yeah. To, it, I mean, it's better than them going home on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, awful. Three. So three they're games watching home. the Reds try to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not pretty. I'm sure it's not like the Pirates were looking at that wonderful lineup the Brewers threw out there. Are the, yeah. Going. Yeah. Do you guys think you can beat that? I really wish the Reds would have held on on Friday though. Yeah. That was so. Man, what a it, what a crazy last day! And uh, Pat, I think I was listening. I think it was Pat. Maybe it was Len. Um, was was commenting on Sunday. It's insane how 162 games. It always seems to come down to where there's four or five super important games on the last day. And part of that is the addition of the wild card and or the second wild card. And um, oh my god, I, I, baseball! Thanks for coming back, baseball, because I totally ignored you for about seven years. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's you can tell by well, Cardinal fans are the worst thing, yeah. but oh, they're they're, acting, the but they're, they're acting out more than normal right now, and so are Pirate fans because they understand the thing that we do, which is this is, I mean you can nothing's a guarantee. They're whistling through the graveyard right now. This is this is, might be their last chance. Yeah, because this Cub team gets better from here. It doesn't get yep. worse. I mean the fact that they they play five rookies a lot. The fact that they play that well, like you know, the only rookie who had a typical rookie season was Jorge. You know, yeah. He'd be really good for a while, and then he'd be bad, and then he got hurt, and then he came back, and he was good, and then he was bad again. 
that's how they were all supposed to be, but they weren't. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, you know, it's, it's everybody well, talked about, you get all, I'm, I was guilty of it too. I'm like, you got to have this many prospects because not all of them are going to pan out. Well, a maybe, lot they, of them are. maybe they all will. Yeah. I mean, um, even if Javi, and all he ends up being is a 240 hitter who hits 30 oh home runs and plays gold glove defense, that, that's panning out. That works That'd be amazing. You know why it works fine? Because they're so deep. Like, it, it would not have been fine in, you know, 2008 when they were, I guess not 2008, it's not a good example. But, like, when they had essentially one guy that could hit, they, uh, you know, and they and they desperately needed that. But when you're surrounded by, like, if Addison, if this is what Addison Russell is, a guy that's occasionally, that's going to play gold glove defense, that's occasionally going to hit one out, and I think he's actually going to be better than this, but... Uh, at the plate, but he's been terrific for that team this year. Terrific! I love that kid. Well, um, he did. He did make two errors at shortstop this year. That's true. Two. Starler was doing that every four days. So, yep. Yeah, because that was the thing. Up until August, they were a bad defensive team. You know, a yeah. Team, a team that was relying they were, they were on other than Jake and. Um, other than Jake and what's his name, John Lester. You mean Jason Hamill? I mean, they, they had a pitching staff two. that was reliant on you catching the ball. Yeah. Not their bullpen so much. I mean, there is a reason they set the record again for most strikeouts. Yeah, both ways, they set both records. Yeah, struck um, out a lot and struck out a bunch. But they were they weren't playing very good defense, and then by the end of the year, they were. Man, you know, there's, there's nothing they're really bad except at. except for Rizzo. Yeah, all of a sudden, he couldn't catch the ball. needed a rest so bad. I'm glad he had a couple of days off this week, but <laughs> get back in there and hit three home runs tomorrow, please. Um, it's T minus 23 hours, Thorne. Well, 23 hours and 10 minutes. I'll try to get some sleep. Uh, um, God bless him. I hope they. Oh man, I just hope it's exciting. Yeah. It's gonna be exciting no matter what. I mean the one thing we know about him is that no matter no matter what happens, at some point in the game, they will have a chance to win. Because they always yeah. do. Yep. Like I, I did the math, which didn't wasn't that hard to do. The last time they didn't have a chance late in the game to win or tie was August twenty seventh. That's insanity. And there was even a game in there where they lost thirteen to six, and I'm like, Well that must be it. No. In the eighth inning, they had the bases loaded, and they were down eight to six. Oh, so. oh boy. Well, good luck to them. Do you have anything else to add, Dylan? No, just go Cubs, I guess. Go Cubs. Oh, my God. It's good. I really have to post something because I have to be an active wad when this playoff run starts. <laughs> right. That well, counts. We'll, we'll do another one, one of these when they, uh, the Cardinal series. Yes, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to do at least one before each postseason series. Yeah. How? Wait, I actually do have one more thought. All right. How? Uh, how many pitchers versus position players do you think are going to be on this roster tomorrow? I think they're going to have nine pitchers. So Lester, Arietta, and seven. And then that's seven that's guys. Kind of that. Okay, that's kind of what. I thought. And then they'll throw Quentin Berry to be that Dave Roberts role for you. Yeah, and I, I knew it was inevitable. When I read that he had never been caught stealing, I knew that the yeah. first time he tried as a Cub, he would get caught. <laughs> that is so Cub. And typical. See, they suck. That's why they can't <laughs> do nice things. I don't think Quentin Berry qualifies as a nice thing. So <laughs> He's fast as shit, though. Yeah, he is. I think, really, he's more there. I mean, yeah, it would be great if he does the Dave Roberts thing and steals second base. He's there if they get a runner to third with less than two outs. It's yeah. just like the way they used him. Well, they should have won that game on, um, on on Friday against the Pirates. Yeah, in that series, when they got Janorfi hit the double, Starlin hit the triple. Oh, that was so frustrating. In, and Jorge got two pitches to crush, and he hit them both straight back. If he hits yeah. either one of those, the outfield, they tie it and end up and most likely win the game. That's yeah. I think what Quentin is really there for is to be the runner at third, where any kind of sack fly is going to score. I hope. Although, they him. if I'd like to remind Gary Jones, because I'm sure he's watching. Oh. Don't, don't run on Starling run. Marte. Yeah. Just what don't the do fuck? it. fuck? I mean, he's, he, already, he ran on him. He ran on Cespedes. It's like, you know. Yeah. Just, just don't do it. You're going to run on just about everybody. If it's Matt Holiday, yes. Send everybody. Yeah. If it's don't Starling run on Marte, Solaire. Don't. 
I got news for you, nationally. Don't run on Solar if he's out there. Don't run Don't on buy it. Don't run on Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> um, that made me think of one other thing, but now it fell out of my head. Oh well, it must have been real good. Yeah, must have. Been. All right. Well, nice tidy hour. Yeah. Podcasting. Thanks for watching, you live watchers. Yeah, we ended up with eight. Eight people. So, all right, well, let's do this again on Thursday then. Yeah, for sure. Post uh, this quickly, please. I'll see if I remember how to do it. (laughs) All right. All right. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Go Jake Arietta. Scarietta. Hashtag Scarietta. Start tweeting out, you dicks. That's never going to be a thing. (laughs) Shut up. I hate you. Bye.